my list of NFTs. Smile on my face, yo, Finn is pleased. It's the Wencast. What? The show was called the Wencast? Huh. It used to be the podcast eventually. We had to change the name, so we bent the knee. It's the Wencast. I guess it's called the Wencast? Huh. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is Friday, February 4th, 2022. This is episode 42 with Groovy Afterlife. He's back, baby. I'm your host, Finn. Find these episodes over on TerraSpaces.org. Joining me from the Groovy Afterlife, it's the Groovy Afterlife. What's up, bud? Oh, good. Everything all right? Not too much. Just, uh, yeah, preparing for this new drop. Excited. Exhausted, you know. Hell same yeah, shit, hell yeah. Shit. I feel bad. You like hit me up a bit ago and you were like trying to get me to get these other chain wallets for your airdrops. And like I made notes for myself to do it. And then I just like I got so swamped with audio editing and like keeping up with all these spaces that it just it like fell off my list. And then I just forgot. So uh, I'm sorry. I saw the drops. (laughs) They look fucking dope. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's that that tends to be a thing, right? Like the whole multi-chain and the setup of I wish it was easier. I wish it was just like one wallet with all the chains and you know what too? Like the the sad thing is if you would have been like, Hey, I'm releasing one on Cardano, like I would have had an address ready for you, like right away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's like Polygon and what was the other one? I think just Solana, because I I still have have yet to set up a Solana wallet. Secret is on my list to set up next, which I still haven't done, so Oh yeah, that one's Kepler. I think Kepler is the best because then you access all the IBC chains. Oh, they nice. haven't set it up though, like on Kepler, that you can use your old Terra. Like you can import your keys from your your Terra station wallet and just have that on Kepler. That would have been fantastic. Unfortunately, it creates like a new wallet address for you, a, a new Terra wallet address. So like, yeah, if you want to like. <clears throat> patch some funds uh over to like osmosis or any of the other ibc chains including secret you just yeah you kind of have to send cash from the terra station wallet to your kepler wallet address and then from there but i mean like once it's on there it's fantastic it's just so smooth to go from like one chain to the next i need uh, to do it we've been recording a lot more spaces from ibc gang and like like secret and and other other chains on there so I, i definitely need to just so i know what the hell i'm doing here it's worth exploring, like even even just osmosis. Like I don't know if you if you do much um, like DeFi, DGen stuff, but yeah, man, like the the APRs are pretty decent on 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 osmosis. You can get like anywhere between like eighty to like two three hundred percent APR on on certain pairs. So. I would, yeah, I would recommend it, especially if you want to stay in the IBC, uh, sort of like in the zones. Hell yeah. And that's, I mean, we always preach that, like we got to get UST on all those chains. So like it, it would, it would be good. I, I should definitely look into it back on the list. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So you're Worth launching, where are you launching this new one at? It's called Groovy Days. Tell us about that. So, all right. <clears throat> so this one we're launching on Secret Network. Their main, uh, I think they only have one. I could be, I could be mistaken, but it's. I think it's just one. They have like the, their their main um, secondary marketplace is called Stash. io. It's a double essay, so it's like Stash. Oh yeah, I think I've I've heard of them. I think we did record a couple spaces that they were on. 
Yeah, they're they're a cool team too. I would I would compare them with Talis. Like um, the the community manager that runs it, uh, just yeah, fantastic dude. Again, like very on the on the ball with like DMs and following up, and yeah, he's just been very helpful. Um, I've just done a, a small like test run uh, on their uh, on their test net just to make sure because. <clears throat> This like the the way they've set it up is kind of new to me. I mean, I've I've minted on so many different chains, but what I love about them is that you can do private, like you can do some aspects of the NFT as private and some as public, which which is so cool. Like so, for for example, for my new uh, launch, like this is the first time that I'm uh, embedding music into these pieces. It's also, I guess, the first time that I'm doing them like as MP4s. So they're like moving stills. They're, mu they're, they're, they're moving images. And then they also have music embedded. So I, I, I wanted to set it up so that like the owner had like private access to something that the public didn't have. So what I've done is like, everybody can see all of these pieces like the visual aspect is there you can see it kind of moving and morphing and stuff but only the owner can actually listen to the music embedded in the piece and all of the the music is unique right so you have no idea like what you're getting and if you bought a second piece the music would be different from your first piece oh interesting um, so it's doing that based on the traits or like how does it let because it's a video file that people play yep. so it just like says you have to be the owner to unmute it or how, how does that work Yes. So it, it has it set up like there's this little verify key thing. If you are the owner and you, you hit that verify key button, it'll it'll basically just like, I guess, check your wallet to see if you really are the owner. OK, and, then and that's like, you access. is that yeah. in the player itself or is that like on just the site? Like it's it's on the page. So, OK, like on on the back end, you have these two sort of. um upload tabs the first is like the public upload tab i mean i think both versions are oh, on ipfs okay so you're centralized you're like, uploading yeah, so you're a totally like different one file. version of it okay. yeah yeah exactly you're uploading two different versions one is like just for, for the, oh, the, cool. the private okay. and the other is the public yeah so you're uploading one that's the animation just no music track to it or, exactly. or something or that's it can say yeah. you could be hearing music if you were the owner <laughs> but you're not so you're hearing this message or some shit like like that <laughs> exactly exactly Dude, that's awesome that's really cool and then there's also like like features where you can have like certain like attributes as public or private although it is <clears throat> it is recommended that if you want the nfts to be searchable they have to be public right but it's just kind of right. nice that like there are so, certain like parts of the metadata that you could say look i only want the the owner of this nft to know that this it has this particular attribute. yeah that's interesting because then you could you could release like a whole collection of like we'll say apes for example because those are always popular and yep. if the public went on there it would just be like naked apes but then once yeah, you yep. logged in with a key like you would start to see all the traits and then i i get why yeah. they they can't have it searchable that way if they're searching via like the trait metadata and obviously yeah. there's no metadata there if it's a, a different image but that that's yeah. pretty cool so is that something that just stash is doing or is it like on that chain specific or what it's, it's <clears throat> so it's like I, I guess secret network has this thing set up as like privacy by default right so i guess stash is just um more taking advantage of that they're leveraging that particular aspect and i think they're um 
the NFT standard is different. It's not the the standard like ERC seven twenty one contract. They have a different version of it, so that it's set up like just yeah, I guess like based on the contract that it has to have some privacy features and some. I mean, it could all have public features. Like that's that's one thing I've kind of been debating. Like if I want to encourage people to trade these pieces i want them to see what the what the like metadata attributes are so that they they know what they're trading and this is the first time that i'm i'm also ranking every piece like like just by default based on my own sort of rarity system like each one of these pieces is going to be ranked from 1 to 100 so the, oh, and nice. i want that to be public as well so people know like what they're buying and how to how to price their piece for the secondary market based on rank i mean Obviously, there's beauty as well, but I find that in the in the NFT space, it's a lot harder to like value uh, a piece if there isn't something tangible that people can kind of compare with other pieces. Yeah, that's so literally like the first question you see people ask after the mint is when rarity chart. Like we need to see <laughs> which ones we're going to flip or try to flip and which ones we're going to like hold on to. Yeah. Um, so that, that was one thing, like, I don't know if there is, there probably is like a, like, a, um, a secondary provider for like calculating rarity on secret network. I don't know who they are, but I just wanted to bypass that whole thing. Cause it's also like, um, a process, uh, I have to submit, I, I would, I probably would have to submit all of the JSON files and have them calculated, but then they use their own standard to calculate that right. maybe I, I don't approve of. So I was like, <laughs> look, I'm just going to take that out of the equation and just like put that in the metadata, like from day one. So you know what you're getting. <clears throat> That's cool. And I feel like your stuff, like people buy it and they hold on to it. Cause it's just like dope art. I mean, do you, do you have a lot of people that try to flip it or is it, is it a lot of just people holding it? I assume it's mostly people holding it, but I mean, like, of course, there are pieces listed on the secondary, so I'm sure there are some people who wanna who wanna flip. Uh, I encourage both because I think that that also uh, allows the price to appreciate organically. Yeah, I mean, as much as maybe I, I I I have nothing against flippers, honestly. Like, if there's a piece that they buy specifically to sell later on, you know, more power to them because that. I know has like a positive impact on um, price appreciation. So for this one, I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I'm specifically playing around with it. I want to kind of encourage that, uh, especially because this is like, um, I think this is the smallest collection that I've ever put out. This is just a uh, hundred pieces. Um, so I want to, I just want to see like what happens to these pieces on the secondary. And also, yeah, I guess, you know, like like doing stuff uh, on Secret Network, again, it's new to me, so I'm not that, like, connected with um, other NFT artists. And so I'm just like, yeah, I'm excited to, like, kind of uh, explore their their particular NFT scene a little bit more. So this is, you said this is your first Mint on Secret Network? Yep, yeah. Nice. This is my first. What, um, what was the... And I, I know this is... Yo, go ahead. Yep. I was just going to say, like, um, I, I have a, um, a, a friend who's also looking to release um, NFTs and she's more like um, she's a she's a like a, a content creator, but it's more of like um, these audio recordings, which are, are more geared toward um, like healthy um, relationships between like couples and also more about like female empowerment. And there are these audio recordings that are are a bit like like um just just 
stories, but also there's like um, guided stuff and like self-pleasure. It's it's quite fascinating that she wants to put this kind of stuff out. And so we were actually like, it's not set in stone, but based on like having the, the secret sort of um, content as well as maybe the public content, like we were looking actually at, at Secret Network for that. So if my mint um, goes smoothly, I think that she's also going to approach Secret Network to put her stuff out as well. So this is also a bit of a testing ground for me to go back to her and say, okay, I think that they would be the most like appropriate marketplace for what you want to do. Nice. I just pulled up a stash my first time just checking it out. It took me about three clicks to find something called Naked Strokes 2. Uh, so that's pretty cool. You <laughs> utilizing the power of the secret network, as you were describing, to hide certain attributes, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right, all right. There's, there's definitely a mindset there. I mean, like if you wanted straight up porn, you could just go to Pornhub. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, you but don't, don't need know. to mint an NFT for interesting it. About this. <laughs> like my addiction's so bad, I can't jerk off unless I mint the NFT first. You guys. <laughs> It's getting out of control. <laughs> and then there's also this issue about like sloppy seconds. Uh, I don't know if you want to. Like, yeah. Eskimo Brothers now. It's been in everybody's wallet. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> that's cool because that's interesting too because I've, I've heard it brought up in a couple uh, different chats uh, regarding Talus and if they allow NSFW art and if so like where is the line of you know this is art or this is just you know trash I guess I I don't know it's it's hard once you start going down that that slope of like I guess this is okay but this is not like all right I don't want to be the dude that determines which is which yeah, it's it's a it's a blurry line, isn't it? Because like one person's pornography could be somebody else's art. Like it's just you can't define it. Uh, whereas like and and I have seen NF, NS, NSFW um, content on a bunch of marketplaces, but it's it's also just not easy to search for. And I'm assuming there is a large marketplace for that stuff too. Um, but but yeah, I, I think with Secret Network, it's interesting because like I've also seen like just like, pieces that are kind of like blurred out, and then if you're the owner, you can see. Yeah, that. yeah. Although I mean, I know that that's not what she's going for. She's more of like sensuality rather than sexuality. But um, the visual content, what she's planning for, is just a little bit cheeky. Like sure. um, you can see some skin, but it's <clears throat> it's questionable like what part of the body that is. And it's also like, I guess, like, like moving still. So um, I'm excited to see what she comes up with. But um, yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely looking at um, Secret Network because we also want it to be sort of gated. Like um, you might have access to part of the audio as, as like, let's say, <clears throat> on the public market. But then if you want the full, the full thing, um, then maybe you got to like, you know, get it so that you have private access to it. I don't know. She's playing around with stuff, but yeah, we're, we're going to see, we're going to see what happens with that. Yeah. That's cool to just have the option of, of messing around with that stuff. Cause it's, it's you don't really see that a lot on the different Terra ecosystems, uh, mm-hmm. the different shops and stuff. Initially we were thinking about Talus too, just cause like I have such a, like, like yourself, just, I have such a, like a smooth experience minting. Uh, and I can decide when I want to like mint and launch. Like it's not up to you know uh, a dev or something who's going to be doing that on doing that for me on the back end. 
Um, but but yeah, there's this thing about like how do you make it so that the content um, is not you can't just like press play without having to buy it because then you can just kind of like consume all the content like every single piece uh, without actually having to contribute to the artist that's made it. So like I don't I don't know. And then there, maybe there's another option of like having it as a sort of like um, NFT sort of ticket where you can connect your wallet to like a different website. And then you have gated access to content, but that that in itself re- requires like a, a pretty decent dev who's going to set that up. So we're a bit like, okay, how do we just kind of like gorilla this this like just so that it's like easy to fall, easy to do, and so that we don't have to kind of outsource a lot um, to other people. Yeah, because like I could with my limited knowledge, like I the the only way I could think of doing that is manually to where they send you their wallet address, you verify that they're holding it and then you send them a login for the, the gated content. But like, that's so much work. Like, and I know somebody that knows some like web three dev stuff can easily connect a contract to that, have it check automatically and boom, you're in, you know? Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that enough times be like, okay, it can be done. I wish I had the skills, but I don't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i can there's, record there's you this, talking uh, about it but that's about it <laughs> <laughs> I, I was looking at third parties as well like so there is this this website called um Mintgate. i think they're based on polygon um where where it's, it is kind of like that like you upload your content to Mintgate, and then you provide them with like a list of the uh token addresses and then if a user like and every every user connects their wallet to that and if the user like has a token that's on the list that you've provided then they get like access to the content that you're providing this is crazy I don't know. it lets you make your own marketplace website for your unlockable digital content and ticketing yeah. access what yeah what year <laughs> are we getting with? there man i mean I, I wish they they were on terra or on solana or one of the chains that i'm a little bit more sort of familiar with polygon isn't a bad chain um it's just not one that i tend to spend much time on uh, but yeah, it would be it would be gold if there was something like that on Terra or Solana for me, because then you can kind of yeah, you just kind of click 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 and you set it up. I think, I think it's, it's happening. Fantastic for musicians too. We we had a chat with the the Limby DAO, the the Luna Monkey Business DAO, and they're starting something called uh, the Terra Jungle Business or Terra Jungle something where. Uh, the dude is like creating a front end that does that basically that you, you no go in way. and it'll okay. like generate all that shit. And he's, he started out in Solana or he was heavy into Solana, I guess. And uh, yeah, he, he had that tool, I guess, in Solana and he's just porting it over to Terra now. So uh, we're, we're definitely getting there. We kind of had that chat the other day about like how this shit needs to like have some sort of open source a uh, piece to it that people, if yeah. they want to, they can just roll their own. And like, we're getting close. Like Hippie from LunaPunks.io, he built his own like on-chain mentor and marketplace because there wasn't one and, and he didn't want to yeah. deal with the other markets and stuff. And uh, yeah. like, it, it's definitely, we're getting there and it, it is just a matter of time. And then once we see that, we'll start seeing all these other cool tools that these other blockchains already are are playing with, you know? Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. As a musician, like, okay, like if you wanted to put your work on the blockchain, like, and you wanted to go about that, like, I don't know, I guess maybe saying that, like going about that today is a bit 
uh, tricky just because, like you said, the tools really aren't there yet, even though they're coming. But yeah, and how, I'm trying to like, do that? like I'm trying to figure that out right now because I, I have like maybe four or five more beats I need to finish and then I'll start writing and like. A bunch of people, because I've been using my music at the end of all these spaces, so like a ton of people yeah. are starting to hear it, and they're like, "Hey, you need to make like, like you you drop rhymes here and there about crypto and and stuff like that, but like make a whole album that's focused on that shit." And I was like, yeah. "All right, I never like write albums with topics in mind. Like it literally whatever the beat is feeling like that's I just write. You know, I I don't like go into a beat with like, okay, I need to write a song about this. You know, like it's just like the beat does that sound and like here's the words I wrote to it kind of thing so it'll be interesting to try it like just to see if I can actually do it and like keep it on I think you already have an audience for that man yeah I think they'll dig it so like the the part I'm trying to figure out is is that like what you said like how do we utilize nfts and have music to where like it appeals to everybody and the closest thing i can come up with is taking a verse from each song and minting that as an nft with a, an artist so like me and you do one me and uh ua picks do one me and terra gems do one like whichever artist wants to get in on it there's going to be like 14 or 15 tracks so that's 15 nfts uh and then just have that part as the music for the nft with the cool art and then if they want to hear the whole song then you got to go you know you can stream it on spotify or or whatever but like the nft itself will just be like that that first section so that that's the closest i could come up with without like fully gating the the music because i do want the album out on spotify and amazon all that shit you know yeah, I mean, I think with musicians, the maximum exposure, the better. Um, yeah. If you've like locked it so that only like a few thousand people have access to it, then like I don't that's know. Yeah, super I mean, like, dope. The benefit in that? I, I feel like that's the play if you already have a built-in audience and like it, it pulls your community tighter together because they feel like oh, you're doing this thing for them. Just like if performing was still a thing because like the virus and shit like if there were still shows uh, yeah. i feel like you could really utilize this stuff because then regionally you can say all right i'm coming to this town that's you know within 100 miles of all these holders here anybody that has an nft gets free in and then you get like yeah. a, a sure you know you can build on top of that but like nobody's doing shows you could do it digitally i guess and like i could rap for you from my studio here on skype or something i i don't know i don't know if that would like there are musicians doing that where they're they have a studio set up with like green screen and all that shit and it's like a proper concert but like i I don't know if that's something like i i don't have the time to like sit and do all that (laughs) shit you know i'm just trying to get this album out and then move on to the next Ticketing, I mean, like, I think the, yeah, yeah. The, the closest thing is ticketing. Did you hear that they're selling um, Coachella tickets on FTX's NFT marketplace? Really? Is that why Phantom's yeah. been really crashy lately? I keep seeing people bitch about it on crypto Twitter. I've never used it, but people were like, man, this is not no, working. No, it's FTX. It's FTX's platform. Like, um, I don't know if, if you can... I guess on the secondary, you might be able to buy it with um, uh, with Phantom Wallet, but, like... Yeah, no, no, it's it's like on uh, FTX's like, you know, centralized exchange. They have their marketplace. Oh, is FTX not, is that not Phantom? What's FTX? No, no, no. Okay, so FTX is kind of like Binance, but better. Oh, okay. FTX so it's just an exchange. Is, yeah, they're, they're a very big centralized exchange. And they're like, 
The cool thing about them is that they're trying to go like really mainstream, particularly in the U.S. I think they like bought a baseball stadium or a football stadium. Oh, funny! And they they advertise and like Re- like like they use athletes and stuff to kind of do their advertising. So like they're really going like is that where the redacted things going? Do you think? What do you mean? Sorry, say the, that again. Is I said <laughs> I wonder if this is that's where the redacted things going. Like if that's just a first step in like a bigger, you know, overall play like that. Have possible. You, have you been Definitely keeping possible. up on that at all? <laughs> that shit's crazy. No, actually, no, 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 not not that much. Like, uh, oh, man. so wait, wait, can you Doe, tell me more about? Yeah, this? Doe like came out and finally had like the vote for what part of redacted was going to be or something and they were super vague about like which sports team or if it was a team or something uh in my my very minimal understanding of it definitely go read the the governance proposal but uh yeah they're like earmarking a bunch of cash to like sponsor something sports related so maybe like a team or a stadium yeah i i have no idea i'm not like a big sports guy but that's when you said that that's kind of what reminded me of like we're we're kind of walking in that path to get to the normies that is where crypto is headed and i think this is good like i think we do want more exposure we want to onboard pretty much everybody exactly i think yeah this is the best way to do it well it's one of the one of the better ways to do it yeah yeah there's i mean it's instant built-in audience of however many the fuck you know like it's and and they're they're a they like to bet, you know, it's, it's classic degen culture. I feel like bookies yeah. and sports betters, baby. Like, let's go. <laughs> Hell yeah. So what day are you launching on? I feel like we haven't even really talked about the, the groovy days launch. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for bringing it back. Yeah. I get lost. I love rambling. It's just, yeah. Uh, so we're launching on February the 8th at 1130 PM. UTC. So uh, I've done the I've done the calculations. Like for me here in Bali, that's going to be seven thirty a.m. on the 9th of Feb. Nice. But for um, Eastern Standard Time, I think that is four thirty p.m. And then for Pacific Time, I think that is seven thirty p.m. We 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 decided that because actually um, the the community manager of Stash was like. It, it always works better when you go with U.S. timing because like a lot of our audience, a lot of the participants in uh, Stash are U.S. based. I mean, that was kind of good to know. I mean, <clears throat> so, so yeah, uh, 11.30 p.m. UTC on February the 8th. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so sorry. Going back, I think thanks for bringing it back. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, for sure, yeah, I was, I was for having sure. fun with the uh, with the, the music thing because that's something I'm I'm also curious about. Like just just playing with ideas because you mentioned an interesting one. I was I wanted to uh, like I, I don't know. I guess maybe bring to your attention if you don't know. Um, there's this platform called Audius, and they have a token. It's called the Audio Token. Have you have you by any chance heard of these? Uh, no. Uh-uh. This this. A-U-D-I-U-S, Audius? Yes, A-U-D-I-U-S. They're basically positioning themselves to be the crypto Spotify. Now, their algorithm isn't as, like, like, refined as Spotify in terms of, like, recommending new artists and stuff. But um, they might get there. I don't know. They're they're basically, like... I I could be wrong, okay? So I think they're, like, pay-to-listen 
and and also pay to put your music on their platform. So they they oh, pay out like um, loyal listeners uh, in the audio token, and also as an artist that that puts your music on there. There's no like like gated access. It's not like somebody has to um, purchase your music to listen to it. But as an artist, the more listens you get, the more rewarded you get in the audio token by the platform. Now I don't know about their tokenomics because it seems to me like this is super inflationary like what what is what is driving the price upward instead of people just dumping the token constantly and driving the I price feel like, downward and I just found them online when you said that but it looks like there's a heavy governance side to it and possibly okay. that it looks like they have these proposals uh yeah, I wonder if that's like a, a really important. That's incentive. Yeah, but holding exactly, the token exactly. gives you in, like but governance so, rights. Three hundred and twenty-one million staked. Uh, oh. ninety-five million API calls this month for five million active unique users this month. Damn, that's uh, that's a a chunk for something this early. I, I feel like yeah. that's uh. Yeah, They're, I mean, they, they want to give Spotify a run for their money. Like, well, and what that, I would see happening, I, I could almost see like Spotify just being like, "All right, blockchain Web three play, we're just gonna buy you." And now we, I think we that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. <laughs> for yeah. real, for real, that's all it takes is like one, you be the first and have like this is a nice looking website. Uh, their dashboard I'm looking at. Like for somebody on Spotify to just see that and be like, "Yo, boss, we gotta, we we gotta snatch this up." You were you were asking about a Web three play that wasn't a rug. Here we here you go. <laughs> this is pretty cool though. What chain is this on? Um, they're on Solana, if oh, I'm not shit. mistaken. They used to be ETH, and now they're on Solana. So hey, man, Interesting. now you got an incentive to get a Solana wallet. They're, I know, either <laughs> that they're one step away from coming to Terra, baby. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rust, rust. Just start hitting them up on Twitter, like, hey, uh, I couldn't help but notice Solana's down again. Uh, why don't you come over here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they had a rough couple weeks, but I think it's all yeah. it's all getting sorted out so yeah yeah hopefully hopefully <laughs> they're, they're just man their nft launches are going crazy like they just get botted to hell yeah. i think that's why the uh the network is just because like you know on eth how the gas prices like spike to two three four hundred dollars anytime there's like a a hyped uh nft launch that shit is happening on solana but there's no like like you can't like tweak gas to to right. outbid everybody else and the it's gas is what's like i feel like that's part of what like limits it you know it's like built in if you're obviously not gonna have a million people all wanting to pay that much gas so it kind of cliffs off you know but if you're yeah. not if your your system is just like the same amount of gas like you're just gonna get hammered until something yeah. breaks <laughs> pretty much pretty much unless like you have more validators i would right, say like right. i don't i'm not i'm not like a, a big into this stuff but i think like yeah the more validators you have possibly the more transactions you can handle but again like i i don't actually know but i, I mean know I, they know works. what the issue is <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely <laughs> something that the big brains can sort out while we're over here making art for it <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, so they have yeah. a soundcloud alternative that's this is pretty cool i'm gonna have to throw this on the list of things to look at if i ever have a spare moment again <laughs> audience hell yeah yeah 
<clears throat> I mean, I was looking at that for music as well, like just kind of how do you, how do you, because I mean, I'm also playing around with it. I'm, I'm just using GarageBand uh, and it's more like, yeah, it's just looping music, really. Um, I, can't, I can't really call myself like a proper musician. I, I oh, just me dabble, neither. I guess. Me, I make noise <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> You ask me uh, what okay. note or like what BPM it is, I have no idea. I mean, I could open up the program and find it and tell you, but like, I don't make it with that in mind whatsoever. Yeah, I, I go with like, oh, I think that sounds cool. I'm gonna yeah. save that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 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 yeah, like I was, I I because I because what I what I understand, and I mean, of course, this could also just be like pure conjecture, but I think that this year or possibly the next is going to be the year of music nfts so um if if that is the case it's, it's just going to be exciting to see is it more like the gated access thing that we talked about earlier or is it more like just ticketing for live shows or streaming shows like you brought up or is it more like platforms like Audius, or is it something completely different that we just that doesn't exist yet that's going to just blow up music? Yeah, um, that's the thing. Like the only thing I can really think of that doesn't. I mean, it does kind of exist, but it would be like piping the music stuff into like these metaverse galleries and spaces and giving them. Concert. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, and like you said, I mean, nobody's gonna know until somebody with that outside perspective comes along. Cause like, we're all looking at it from like musical, you know, kind of points of view. So it's going to take yeah. one of them engineers to come along and be like, Oh, Hey, did you know you could do this? And it's like, Oh yeah. fuck game changer. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, like even just doing like, I I've thought about this a lot. Like I don't, I don't know if VR is really where we want it to be just yet, but I imagine that like you're going to wear one of those headsets, the Oculus or whatever it is, and you're going to be in a, a stadium at, with, you know, hundreds of thousands of other people in a metaverse of some kind, listening to and watching your, uh, you know, your favorite band or artist perform. Yeah, they kind of do that, crisp. right? Already with like the, the silent listening parties or I, I forget what they're called but like people go to these raves and they all wear headphones that gets passed yeah. out these wireless headphones and so like it's completely silent in there except yeah. like if you're wearing the headphones like that shit's so crazy i i could almost see that being like where part of this would go in in, in the metaverse you know yeah Actually, I mean, I guess like, yeah, the only thing that I think might be somewhat sad is that at least like at silent raves, you can't interact with other human beings. There's just no loud music. Whereas in the metaphors, like, yeah, I, I don't know, I guess you could, but it's it's all like digital, right? It's not like you're around like other people who you can physically reach out to and touch. It's yeah, more like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's like half the fun of the rave, you know? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that would be missing. <laughs> and then of course the whole like seduction aspect afterward and stuff but yeah yeah, I don't know. yeah. maybe the metaverse is gonna have some some equivalent or not Who knows? <laughs> i'm sure there's there's some nerds somewhere right now working on some sort of tactile feedback for their junk you know <laughs> trying to be like figure that shit out <laughs> yeah. i read us an article about one group was was doing it with little tiny air uh air nozzles 
and the air actuator pneumatic things were like hooked up to the software that like mimicked touch. And they, they said they were getting really close last I read about it, which I thought was kind of interesting just using, using like a thousand little air nozzles on your glove or whatever to make it feel like, like you're touching things, different pressures and, and whatnot. Wow. Okay. The future is like... now, old man. <laughs> We're there. <laughs> that's that's gonna that's gonna really really enhance the uh, the digital brothel industry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So much like disrupting technology. <laughs> <laughs> so how's the uh how are the other collections doing? I still super super love the ones I got from that last drop and then the one that you did before uh on uh, nowhere I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are They're so doing dope. all right. Um I I still I see secondary sales every now and again. Kind of happy with it. Um I'm also just kind of like building on it, right? Like I have I have this sort of like theme, I guess it might be more my calling card and I'm just like how do I how do I sort of like upgrade this or where do I go with this now that I have this? Um, Four so I'm mostly, dimensions. I guess, like playing around as an artist, like how do you sort of you know like take what you're doing and don't like I mean because like I guess I could burn it down and just go with some other like theme, but I I'm just like at this point in time I'm still in love with like the the work that I'm doing, and so I'm like okay, well how do you sort of like Make it so that it's the same, but it's also somewhat different. Yeah, and it's um, super recognizable. Yeah. Like you see that stuff, you're like, "Oh, that's groovy!" Like it's yeah. it's like yeah. calling card shit. Yeah, and I, and I like that. I think that's the way it should be as an artist. Like you should kind of like iterate your works to the to the next yeah. sort of level. Um, Something but that's like, not to say that like you know side projects won't uh, won't exist, right? Um, but yeah, I think yeah, something I, in like a cool four dimensional shape using the patterns that you've already created as like yeah. the texture for different shapes. So getting out of that box, so to speak, of of just the yeah. square ratio pieces and maybe and I, I mean, obviously, like once the VR stuff is more prominent, like it'll be a lot easier to design that kind of cool shit. Like here's a puzzle yeah. box that unlocks fucking hell. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I have actually started playing around with like rendering 3D stuff. Nice. Uh, it's it's hard though. I'll tell yeah, you that. Like yeah. coming from like someone who has like no background in it, <laughs> it's 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 hard. But I mean, like yeah, I mean maybe people make tools that are a lot more like you know plug and play or just click click and yeah. it's done sort of thing. But I even then, I mean like. I don't know, you know, like how Photoshop and Illustrator and stuff, they also do require a little bit of like, you got to play around, you got to make some mistakes, hone your craft, and then over time you get better and better. Oh, I'm yeah. assuming it's the same thing. So yeah, and that doesn't stop me from like tinkering with it to see like, you know, what I what I come up with. It's just like the same reason I haven't tried to teach myself Ableton. Yeah, you know, like the machine is cool. It does what I need it to. And in the amount of time it would take to learn this new program, like I could have put out like another album is how I look yeah. at it. So it's like, I can see that with all the digital stuff too. I used to mess with Bryce and Poser back when I was younger yeah. and made like these weird landscapes with like these poser figures in it all all weird looking and shit like i had no idea what i was doing with that software but it was fun you're just making like goofy ass art and shit yeah that i mean because you never know what's going to come of it but but i agree with you right like what do you prioritize what sort of 
speaks to your soul a little bit more. I think like that that should be sort of um, followed up on instead of like just going off on tangents everywhere. Yeah, I save that uh, for like the list of things I'll do when I actually have a bunch of time. But like right now, I feel like I need to prioritize the limited time I do have. And like, I really yeah. want to put out another album. It's been since 2020. I try to do one every one to two years. So it's like, all right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm close, you know, like most of the beats are done. I just got to get in there and like finish them. But Every time I think of it, there's another space to record and then another one to edit. I'm like, ah, damn it. (laughs) Yep. Life happens. Hell yeah. Well, cool, man. Do you have like a a set sort of like time that you kind of like uh, reserve for creativity? Or do you feel like you can't necessarily like... um, you know, schedule that it, it, it's, it's almost like it, it either presents itself or it doesn't. And often it presents itself in times where you're like, can I actually like sit down here and make this or do this now? Like what's, what's yours? Yeah. Sort of like, like right now, literally it's any empty space that I can get. Like, obviously my priority is getting the spaces recorded and caught up and, until and I know it'll never happen, but I, I like to wish. But it, until people that host spaces look at the schedule and I start writing down times of like, here's when I will be closed for office hours, you know, like it, it'll never happen. And and I, that that's I guess partially my fault for not really fully grasping like the full levity of what I was volunteering for. Like I was like, cool, I'll record a few spaces every day or every couple days and edit them. And then I can work on my stuff. And it's like, Every week, there's more projects starting. (laughs) They're starting weekly spaces. So I'm like, oh, fuck, this is like going to get really out of hand if everyone keeps doing that. And like, I love it. I I want them to do it. Like, I definitely don't take it as as me not being encouraging to, to these projects. Like, definitely do it. It's just at some point, I feel like I'm going to need like another set of hands and computers and stuff because like I literally I don't, I'm trying to figure out how this is all going to work when I go on vacation and stuff. And like, it's, and it's, I I know people got to just be like, just don't record them. And it's like in my head, I know that sounds easy, but like, I can't as a person that's like, I can't not do it. It's so fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love it. I definitely love it. But yeah, it's, it's getting to be like a, a lot. You're, you're clearly very passionate about this. So, yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, they're, they're lucky I'm the one doing this because, yeah, any, anyone else would have been like, yeah, I'm not recording that one. I'm, it's past five o'clock. Sorry, fam. But me, like, I, I'll jump up 24-7 and, and, and get it done, you know? But so uh, with that, like, yeah, the, the free time as it comes, once I'm caught up on stuff, obviously once a week I still do the barkeepers. Uh, every week, this Instagram account called Barkeepers releases a new beat uh, made by one of their producers, and then you have the week to write a verse and record to it. So I've been doing that for 93 weeks now in a row. I started wow. when they first started. Uh, shout out to Doc Brass, the the finger drummer. That dude is so amazing on the machine and the NPCs, like just doing freestyle finger drumming. 
uh, I was on his Patreon and he mentioned the barkeepers were starting up. And so I, I started doing that just for fun. And now it's become a thing. I was going to do it for a year. And then like week 53 happened. I was like, man, that's a dope beat. Like, fuck it. I'm just going to keep going. And now we're at like week 93 or something. So um, wow. I, I do try to prioritize that because it's Monday is when they drop the new beat. And so I try to get it done first. That way I don't have to worry about it the rest of the week. Um, I'm also the kind of person that like, if I don't like, I'll think about it every day until I do. So I try to get it out of the way. And then I know like, cool, the rest of my week is, is, you know, chill now. I don't have to, to worry about that. Um, oh, it's okay. So they provide the beat. Like, yeah, it's a, it's an Instagram account called barkeepers. I think it's Instagram.com slash bars kept. Uh, and they put up a beat on their barkeeper SoundCloud account. And then, yeah, you have the week to write and record uh, and all these different. And it's just like like me because I don't have much time. I literally will write it and then I'll wrap it sitting at my desk with my phone, like just recording the beat playing on my speakers. And like it sounds good enough. You know, I'm not like trying to make a production. Uh, but some people go all out, right? Like they do like full lyric videos and shit and they do like dubs and all their backups and stuff. And I'm literally like rapping at my cell phone with the beat playing over the speakers. It's so good. Um, but it, it's, it's something I like doing cause it keeps me sharp. Like if you go back to yeah. the very first couple barkeepers, like they were pretty garbage. And now if you listen to like the later ones, like man spitting hot fire (laughs) but yeah it's so i I prioritize that but like then everything else is basically just as i can do it like i i move my machine where i can get some beats made and then as soon as i have time i'll like start working on that and then once that's done next thing on the list okay that that also is a, is a fantastic way of like honing a particular skill, right? Like making it a craft. It is because I don't know what the beat's going to be week to week. And I yeah. if I just be like, oh, I don't like this beat. Well, then there goes my perfect record. And like 93 weeks in a row, dog, like that's a long time. Yeah, and that is a lot. It, it yeah, makes yeah. me like, like the one that just happened, like it took me so long to get that shit done because I just wasn't feeling the beat. I was like, well, I'm not giving up now. I'm almost at a hundred. Like, fuck that. So I finally just sat down, did it and yeah, got it done. I was like, all right, next. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, man. That is determination. Yeah, it's good shit. If you think you can spit bars, definitely check it out. Like anybody can can uh, hop on their SoundCloud and and uh, write to the beat. And then, yeah, you just record a video of, of you rapping it or or of, of the rap itself. It doesn't even have to be like you doing it. Um, but, yeah, you'll you'll see the different examples on there from all the different weeks and shit. It's pretty cool. Would you would you do anything with that? Because I mean, like, OK, that's a lot of content that you've already recorded. I like through there, like I have the verses and stuff. And I mean, some of them are like they have the barkeeper week in it, just like kind of a sign off thing. I'll be like, oh, it's Matt Lee barkeepers week 92 or whatever the fuck at, at the end. But yeah. like there is a lot of really good rhyme schemes and patterns and bars in there that are just like 
not really, you know, nailed down to any particular topic or anything. So yeah, it, it'll probably be a thing I look into when I start my writing mode. Cause like I, I'll make all the beats and then once that's done, I'll go into writing. I I won't like write to one and then make another, like I have modes, I guess it's really weird to explain that way, but like, that's your process. I'm in, yeah. Like beat making mode or writing mode. There is no like in between except for obviously the barkeepers thing. But yeah, once that's yeah. done and I'm in writing mode, like I'll start looking through that stuff to either get some ideas or to get like a clever rhyme scheme and, and mimic that yeah. for a song. But yeah, I mean, I've been trying to actually hit them up and be like, yo, we should mint some NFTs with these because like they're perfect. They're short. It's a verse and a cool beat. I was like, man, you guys should at least do like some sort of contest at the end of like a hundred. That's like, here's the top five, whatever, and then mint NFTs for it. But they're not like into crypto. So when I say that, they're just like, why would we do that? You know, but the the more I ask them and the more I show them stuff that we're working on and shit, I I think they'll come over eventually. I think everybody is it's just a matter of time i think yeah and the dude that puts it on like he's a killer rapper like the dude's fucking he does that like uh chopping kind of style where they're like like real fast he's so good at that shit like i i love it i i can't do it that fast but man he kills it for sure Andre. It's inspiring, I think. Yeah, to surround yeah. yourself with people. It's fun. And like where else am I gonna like be exposed to like a bunch of just random people writing verses and shit? You know, like there yeah. there's just nothing really like that other than, you know, yeah. online like. But it also kind of like makes makes you a better version of yourself. I'm I'm trying to find something like that here, right? So like um one of the things that is a goal of mine this year is to do a um, a gallery showing. I want to like have my pieces uh, printed on canvas, mounted on wood, and then like have them hung up um, on walls Dude, and have like just awesome. people come for you know. That would be that's, so that's, cool. That's, um, something that's like if 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 everything goes well, gonna happen in February. Hell yeah! Uh, I'm I'm organizing it, and then the second thing is like making that a sort of like template so that other artists. Here in Bali can actually do the same thing. And I would right. I would love to kind of host gallery showings and also introduce other artists here who are more like, let's say, um, painters or or yeah, I mean like they draw that that kind of stuff. I would like to kind of like onboard them uh onto to crypto and kind of get them into NFTs. Is there a huge uh, artist like- community there that like you guys do things with or is it just there definitely is a community it's not it's not necessarily my community but i've reached out to like the founders of this community and they're they're pretty open to it so i mean it would be like sort of like my baby at the end of the day but they're willing to like support me in terms of like logistics like finding a space and all yeah uh, yeah open to this stuff um and then also like doing a few i guess like workshops because it's it's not that easy right like setting up a wallet um you know storing your your private keys carefully um on ramping crypto i mean in some places it is but like i guess here in indonesia uh i mean i I don't know it's that if it's that hard there's still ways of doing it but a lot of people don't know how to do it it's a bit like they're a bit oblivious to it yeah the more steps you have to add like i feel like the more normies will drop off at each of those stages you know it's like if i gotta like get a vpn and reroute some packets and all that shit like yeah it's probably not gonna do it 
it <laughs> at this point. Yeah. So I, I want to make it like sort of easy step by step. Um, and then also kind of like, yeah, show artists like the different ways of minting pieces, building a community around their work. Basically, like, yeah, being more active on Twitter and, and starting a Discord server and, and Actually, just doing are, that kind of stuff, too. Are you familiar um, with the Terra Investment Strategies Discord server at all? No. What's that? So that's Orbital Command. They were like the first uh, validator kind of educational group to sponsor Terra Spaces. They started this server with that Luna Omics dude who was doing some workshops and they use it to host these like weekly or bi-weekly workshops. And like anybody can go to them and say, hey, I want to do a workshop on this particular topic. Uh, and here's, you know, the times that I would like to do it. And then they'll set it up to where there's an event in there. And then you come in and like give your workshop. So it might be something worth teaming up with Orbital Command uh, and doing some of those like onboarder workshops in the, the TIS server. I think that'd be kind of cool. Hell yeah. Is it in video or, or yeah, is it, it more audio? So like, how is the workshop delivered? Yeah, it's in Discord, so like they do a video aspect, and one of them will record like the video stream of it. I usually just record the audio just for TerraSpaces to put up, but then if they want to use my good audio cleaned up with the video that they captured, like they're totally welcome to do that. Um, okay. So yeah, you could do like a full. Uh, they encourage it actually, like screen share, uh, like an actual, uh, yeah. like a workshop would be, you know, like a normal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, online workshop. Okay, okay, yeah, because that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, remind me when we're done. I, I'll get you an invite. You can check it out and then see, like, they've got a couple uh, workshops coming up, I think. Uh, please, actually, yeah. yeah. The, is, it, is it more like um, like developer stuff or is it like just... No, uh, it's, one of them was like on Levana and like the different meteor strategies and shit. Uh, wow, one of okay, them was okay. doing like rebalancing strategies. It looks like the one they're having on the 10th, uh, which is Thursday, is an introduction to Terra Universe. Uh, Terra University. So uh, it looks like twitter.com slash Terra underscore uni as uh, okay. an account that's running these Terra university workshops. So could be something cool. Uh, do some like art kind of focused stuff in there. I think that'd be pretty cool, especially if you record it and then, you know, throw it up on YouTube or whatever for, for afterwards. Yeah. I mean, that would work well. Hell uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited about doing stuff in person, but I feel like this yeah, would be fantastic yeah. for like wider reach. Too. And I think too, this is like really good practice. Like if you're not super comfortable with public speaking, like do yeah. it from the comfort of your home in front of people. And like, I, I definitely feel like the more people do that kind of shit, the more comfortable they will be in the real world doing, you know, workshops and shit. If, if that's something they want to pursue, it's really good practice. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Please, please um, invite me. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely want to check this out. And then, yeah, I'm happy to contribute as well. Yeah. Yeah. It just started like a couple months ago, maybe a month ago. I, I don't know. It's been one long day for me for like the last three months. It's so long. <laughs> for real, everyone in crypto just aging like dogs. Uh, there's, I threw the event in general. That probably wasn't a very good spot for it, but I'll, I'll fix it when we wrap this up, which we need to do. Cause I have to go pick my girl up at the grocery store now. 
So give us give us the the details one more time. February eighth, eleven thirty p.m. UTC over on Stash. That is it. Yeah, Secret Network. You'll need a Kepler wallet. Um, uh, yeah. We're going to be releasing a hundred of these audio visual pieces. Where if you have one, you will you will have private access to the music that is embedded into the piece. That's so uh, and they're awesome. minting at um, twenty secret, twenty secret tokens each. Nice, hell yeah! Groovy days, groovy afterlife. Awesome to have you back on the show. I'm glad you hit me up and made me do this. I was like, man, I don't really have time. He's like, it'll be fine. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for it. hosting, man. It's, it's fun shooting the shit with you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely check him out. We'll have links to all the stuff there in the show notes over on terraspaces.org. And definitely make sure you check out the schedule. Uh, I've been trying to update that as I see things happening. So uh, if you're wondering about a Twitter space, check it out there. Chances are if you hit the uh, calendar, there's a link right to the space in there. I did that to make it easier on myself, uh, finding spaces between the different recorders we have here. <laughs> uh, I was emailing the links to myself. I was like, this is so dumb. Like, just put it on the calendar, baby. It's fine. <laughs> Hell yeah, Groovy. Always a pleasure. Thanks for uh, shooting the shit. I appreciate it. Looking forward to... Groovy days, February 8th. I'm going to get a Kepler set up just for this specifically. Just for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody, from Terraspaces.org. I'm Finn. Have a great week, y'all. Peace out. Sipping on a little bit of sin I've been giving Try to keep it written down So it feels like I've been living I've been realizing a minute Reality ain't got limits Going out my fucking mind Testing out the physics Stretching out the distance For instance Let me be specific The risk is hedge funding the business Betting on the difference Ingesting all the research Sleeping through the rebirth Sliding out feet first Sleep tight little dreamer Early to bed Early to rise With a rugged ass demeanor Taking beats to the cleaners You know I love my t-shirts And the people who support my little dream here Transparent cows, I gotta steer clear 2020 going down is one fucking weird year Take a second, look around, the psyops is winning Set the table, we just biopsy dinner Now, I'm gonna react to that and act like I'm telling you a personal anecdote Something to break the tension Something to endear myself a little bit Something kind of, uh, embarrassing <laughs> And you guys are gonna make an awe sound it's true. It really happened. They got a tracker in the phone, tracking everywhere we go. When it's final, if I don't know, I already sold my soul. Getting ready, rock and roll, tip the first domino. Feeling up, I'm in a bowl with these avalanche flows. Stop and rest on the road, gotta get where I'm going. And the rest of y'all know that we hit the ground sore. And I'll be coming for the fuckers that be summoning the trouble. Running on the double while I'm handing out the W's. Putting wins on the board every fucking day. They love me on the team because I know my fucking place. Better get in where you fit in, I'm delivering the meaning. I I inherited the demons, always sneaky, never seen them If I'm breathing, I'm reading, I'm not even being conceited I need to see for myself if you think that I'm believing It's the season of reason, y'all be seizing the research I'm receiving the meaning, that shit's called teamwork It's not so much as so little as to do with what everything is But it is within our self-interest to understand the topography of our lives unto ourselves the future states that there is no time other than the collapsation 
that sensation of the mirror of the memories in which we are living. Common knowledge, but important nonetheless. How did you, uh, yeah, t tell us about that. Uh, a little while ago, are you familiar with the intergalactic planetary guys? They did those planets that you could mint for like five bucks and then you could like design them basically. And then you'd save it and uh, it would like write it to the NFT in a way. Anyway, uh, those guys. What? Yeah, oh, check it out. It's uh, they're still minting right now. There's so many of them and they like gave a bunch of money back to the minters because they were just like doing it just to do it. Uh, really cool dudes, though. Uh, Intergalacticplanetary.io. Okay. And, like, a bunch of the the cats I hang out with, like, uh, Lude Crypto from uh, the Bag of Dicks crew, she's, like, a really cool artist. So she, like, made her planet in the shape of some titties, and then there's another one that's, like, this dick. <laughs> like, it's so well done. <laughs> I'll have to see, because uh, each one has, like, a a planet number and then a galaxy associated with it. And depending on when you minted, like the, the very first mints were closest to the center of the galaxy and then it works its way outward. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, and you can go to anyone's planet and then like, if you like it, you can save their thing as like this text file and then you can upload it to your planet. So, uh, eventually if there's like a really cool design people like it'll start like propagating throughout the galaxy which is kind of cool <laughs> do you know how they do that like what are the mechanics because they're up i don't metadata. yeah it's something like a immutable or a mutable nft or something like all you're purchasing or all the NFT that you hold is is basically a key to that blank planet, like the space in the galaxy. So like that's your planet when when you sell it, if you sell it on the market or whatever, like because all of the designing is basically free, like you can just download anybody's design like it's just selling that blank planet. So basically you're buying a spot in a galaxy you like uh, or if there's like people that have a galaxy you're hanging out with and there's an empty planet there, then they'll go get that one just to be in the same galaxy, I guess. Uh, wow. It's pretty cool, though. That's such a cool concept. Yeah, yeah. I, I like those guys. They they just, like, did it just to do it. It was based on, like, one of the dude's old college projects or something back in the day or something like that. And, uh, yeah, it, it was pretty cool. Um, but those guys, they were like, hey, you should uh, – come out with like an nft that's a microphone that sponsors would buy and then yeah. it would self-destruct in like a month or whatever so you would just mint them and basically the microphone entitles the holder to get a certain amount of airtime on the podcast basically ad spaces yeah. um but by the time so I, I told my buddy that's doing luna bugs and uh the trash clan and I was like, hey, make make some mics and shit. And uh, by the time he finished them, because he's working and shit, uh, we already had a couple sponsors. So what we ended up doing was I just minted all of them on Talus. And then I, I let whoever was the first sponsor, they got to pick from the whole group. And then uh, after they picked, I went to number two, number three, and four. Uh, and then once all the sponsors picked, the ones that were left, I left a vote up on Twitter to, for the community to pick which one they wanted auctioned first. Uh, and then once that was up, I think it was Mike Owl Jordan was the, the one they wanted. Um, but then I just set that up for auction for like 10 UST and just let them let have at. 
I've yeah. got four more for the community. We're going to give one away at 5,000 Twitter followers on the TerraSpace account. And then I've got nice. like three more to auction off just throughout the year. Uh, and then there's three more for any more sponsors we get between now and April. Because uh, after April, we're cutting it off and, and going back to being ad-free and all that. Yeah, yeah. That is awesome. But yeah, like, that's I that's where the idea sure. came from. And then my buddy just like made them. And then I figured out like with the help of Talus <laughs> that like the CF CSV files and all that shit. And yeah, Talus was a really smooth mint for being my first time. Like I, if you look on there, I've got some like photography and shit, but yeah. this was That's like the first I time to more. I, I saw the mics only a few days ago, but the oh, photography, shit. I, I was like, the, the photography is sick. Um, like, Thanks, the, man. That, that's, that's your work, right? Yeah, yeah. That was uh, from one of the weed labs I used to work at. People, like, yeah, shit yeah, kept yeah, getting yeah, spilled like, and, and splattered and shit. So I just started, like, yeah. taking pictures of them. And then I went through and, and like, black and whited the ones that I thought were the coolest looking. Uh, and then just minted them just for fun. I figure most people don't see like that part of like a weed lab. And I've got a ton of other pictures yeah. as I have time, like big stainless and just big machines you don't really see every day. Cool shit like that. Uh, I'm going to mint a few more. Fantastic. I, I said, okay, like I, I agree with you uh, with the Talus experience and the Talus guys themselves. They're just so... They're humble. They're 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 just really good at communicating. Like any issues at all, they'll get back to you as soon as possible. They'll try to solve it. Like that is what I think every NFT platform needs. Yeah. And yet, like the only thing that I'm like, what's going on? Like, why is it like this? Is that I feel like Talus gets the least amount of eyeballs on it. It gets the least amount of traffic, and that also kind of just, well, it. It just means that there's just less sales on that platform for some reason. Yeah, and, and I, don't, I, mean, I don't get why. What do you think is up? They've had a couple projects mint out on there before. It's just people are really thrown off by the UI. Like they just don't like it. And so once that kind of spreads and like you can see it spread in the uh, the different NFT telegram groups, like someone will post up their little project. A uh, good example was the worms dude <laughs> yesterday. Uh, yeah, super yeah. cool cat. He posted up his worms thing and some kid in there was like, so where's it minting at? And the dude is like Talus and immediately the cat was like oh cool no thanks and i was just like damn that's cold baby like give it a chance at least shit just because you can't figure out the ui you don't gotta like hate on it um but when you see that shit it spreads and then people there's a lot of people in that server that aren't active like they're just watching yeah. they're learning they're they're lurkers you know and that's what they do so that shit like spreads more than just the people that you see they're interacting and i feel like that yeah. happens enough that they've just gotten this bad rap of like it's a shitty platform and it's like the platform's really good it's just not a great yeah. interface which is getting fixed with v1 as soon as that releases yeah. so I, i'm I excited know. for that i'm really excited for that i've never seen anybody answer dms around the clock so fast as i've seen remy work like as soon yeah. as there's a question dude's like come into my dms bro i got you like it's it's so crazy how he's he's always on it yeah no i agree they are they're just the best teams i'm i'm like that's that's the thing that i'm like most excited about like what v1 is gonna look like and how that's gonna affect um just just traffic in general i'm really hoping um yeah 
It's good. I got to like be in a, they did like a couple tests. I, I, I feel like we talked about this before, but maybe you were in it, um, but they were like demonstrating the new front end and shit. And like, it does, it looks way better. And they were taking okay. notes from people about like, okay, maybe this shouldn't be here. This should say something else because of the language thing, like shit like yeah. that. They don't know. Cause they're designing it from their perspective. And you know, right. it's not till you get a bunch of outside eyeballs on your project that you start seeing the, uh, other ideas and shit it's nice that they're open to like taking feedback as well right because a lot of teams would not be i didn't i didn't know that they that they did this this is yeah no they're just such a cool team yeah everything yeah, I like that it. they do and is, we need something uh, for that like luar is backed up till april uh one planet yeah. is like down a couple devs and they're getting backed up and then you have nowhere which just released their auto mint thing which I don't know yeah. if anyone's used yet. I haven't really heard much from it since they launched it. And then, you know, yeah. Random Earth that just seemingly just keeps throwing rugs out for everybody. I don't know <laughs> what their deal is. So, like, if you're a smaller mm -hmm. artist, like, where are you going to mint? You know, you got to use Talus. Yeah. And it's good that they're there and they're super receptive to people coming in and, and helping them, you know. Even me, yeah. I was like, I know you guys answer this dumbass question all the time, but now it's my turn to ask it. Like, <laughs> how do I do this CSV? <laughs> I was so lost. And then he was like, oh, you just he just explained it. And I was I was like reading it in a notepad file. He's like, bro, open it in a spreadsheet. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is way easier to to digest. OK. And then, yeah, he walked me through, like, if you change this, that this is where it goes, like, on the site, like, the titles versus yeah. descriptions and shit. And then, like, once you figure it out, it's good. Like, I could walk somebody yeah. through it now if I needed to because it, it's so easy. It's just that initial hump of, like, fuck, I don't know which buttons to press first. But once you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, let me, uh, I'll intro the show and then we'll, we'll get started talking about your new shit. In the darkest of times when the phoenix arises Out of the ashes like some burned up papyrus Open the sarcophagus and release the virus Got a lump in your throat like tonsillitis When the flags go up like everyone is righteous Spending government checks sniffing up the white dust The previous generation wants to be just like us Fuck that shit, I'm trying to be like Mike was Drop the bias and you might survive this The mummy coming through to remind your highness I might just buy up my own fucking island Build a little bunker then wait for the timer count down to zero day exploiting every exploit in your internet sex toys in emitting vibrations through the ether did you just come me either at the right time blindly following stars in the night sky part of me might ride away with the prize fight man versus everything else until the time's right unleash the kraken no wait that was crack fuck now everybody feeling all amped up fucking like bunnies to the national anthem ugly little shit eating up all our rhythm mishandling the captions who has the answer holding our attention for ransom Fed up with all the red tape and the boring template Like it matters if it's a blue or 
red state charged every month and we can't even cancel feeling distressed fuck it kill the damsel fuck yeah spread it like we're on some undead shit and pass the bitch around like a meme from reddit in the beginning it was suggested that the mortality rate would be five percent and the numbers are so much higher we're not ready for the next epidemic and so if your oxygen level falls too low and it cannot be kept up with just what we call nasal cannulas or rebreathing oxygen masks, if you can't get enough oxygen from that, then they will intubate the, the patient.